this is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Ron Stiver. Ron's the president of IU Health Solutions. IU Health Solutions is connected to Indiana University Healthcare System, one of the great health systems in the country. Uh, really a great mix of an academic health system plus a community-based system. They've done a magnificent job of bridging both of those. He's going to tell us a little bit more about IU Health Solutions himself and where he's focused and a lot more. Ron, can you take a moment, introduce yourself, and tell us about IU Health Solutions? Yeah. Uh, first, thanks for the opportunity to be with you and your listeners, uh, Scott. So, uh, again, Ron Stiver, I, I um, serve as president of System Health Solutions, and I've been at IU Health now for about 12 years. I uh, started off uh, working with our strategy team and, and marketing and engagement and some other functions. And then uh, in 2015, our CEO, Dennis Murphy, created a, uh, a division called System Clinical Services. And Scott, that housed a lot of our ambulatory um, ancillary uh, services. Uh, and Dennis really wanted to wrap a team around those to try and grow them, uh, make them more competitive, more responsive to consumer needs. Uh, as that evolved, then in 2019, uh, community health population health, and our health plan combined with those functions, and System Health Solutions was born. Yeah, well, so System Health Solutions is really significant. Is it not for-profit, for-profit? Is it part of the core IU Health System, or is it separately sort of an entrepreneurial effort? Tell us more about how it's structured and, and what it is, so our, uh, we and our listeners can understand. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a um, integrated business unit uh, to the system. Uh, but think of a lot of your ambulatory services, the ambulatory surgery centers, urgent care, uh, home health, home hospice, uh, home nutrition, home infusion, uh, urgent care, virtual care. Uh, so it's really been a dynamic space, Scott. There's been some areas that we've actually had, but that we, we divested of. So freestanding dialysis centers comes to mind. Uh, but others that we weren't in before, but launched, you know, in, in urgent care, virtual care, um, ALS, BLS transport, uh, some other DME, um, and then and then I think also Scott, when we combine these clinical operations with our population health, community health, uh, and health plan teams, it really began to accelerate the development of new care models, and we're really excited about that. So new ways to improve uh, the health of our patients and communities, uh, leveraging an array of resources, often uh, right serving patients in the home or leveraging uh, virtual care technology. But, but it really is a core part of the system, and it's its own integrated business unit, but it's, but it's really a core part of the system. So I shouldn't think of it like so many people have built for-profit subsidiaries. This is more a core part of the IU health system. That's right. That's right. In fact, you know, I mean, a big part of our role is, right, we, we want to help the system make uh, IU health quality care more affordable, more accessible. Um, we really want to be... Uh, embrace innovation, develop new models of care. And so Dennis has really pressed us to be agile in doing so. But also we say we really need to integrate with the rest of the health system. We want to create a seamless experience uh, for our consumers. So it's very important that we're integrated with the rest of the health system. Thank you. And you've got some core parts of the business there, like whether it's the insurance plan or it's the virtual health care or ambulatory surgery centers. Where do you see this business growing? And it seems like it's a significant part of things that are non-hospital-based, and you don't have the physician groups in IU Health Solutions, but you've got a lot of other things in there. Yeah, I mean, we do work very closely with the physician groups, um, and so this is this is a, a partnership. And so, you know, we, we do believe uh, in the value-based care model, and so you know, we can debate pace, 
uh, we can debate specific trajectory, but we believe that's where things are going and that's where things should go. And so, you know, today, Scott, we have across our health system approximately uh, 450,000 patients who, who we have a primary care relationship with. Uh, today, about 125,000 of those patients are in um, some type of value-based care arrangement, whether that's through our own health plan, whether that's through uh, next-gen ACO or a third-party risk arrangement. By the end of 2026, we want at least 75% of those patients to be in value-based care arrangements. Um, and so not only do we want to do that, we want to make sure that we're successful in managing uh, health, managing total cost of care, uh, decreasing unnecessary utilization. And so that has really um, been kind of fertile ground for these new models of care. I know you've talked to a, a close colleague of mine, Dr. Michelle Saison, about our hospital at home efforts. Uh, but a lot of other new uh, care models, some around behavioral health, some around uh, serving patients with multiple chronic conditions. And so we really think those types of services that combine elements of home health, of virtual care, that partner with our physician groups, again, are really, really primed for growth. Thank you. And, and when you look at sort of where you're most focused and excited right now, because you've got a sprawling set of assets that you're integrating together, where are you most focused and excited about currently? What, what gets you up in the morning? You're like excited for right now, excited for next year? Yeah, it's, I tell you what, it's a lot. I mean, I, I, I uh, love the job. I love the colleagues I work with, and it's incredibly worthwhile, you know, work. You know, one, I'd say just the, you think about the behavioral health and already was a pressing need um, throughout our country, and that was only exasperated by the pandemic. And um, so really excited about a body of work there. You know, we have integrated, we have a virtual behavioral health um, service that is integrated into all 83 of our primary care offices. It's a three-phase approach, Scott. So we've, we're through the first phase is providing urgent consults. Uh, into the second phase is providing more collaborative care than, than eventually we'll have that phase three where we're actually doing what we call registry-based care. And that means looking for patients proactively who we think can benefit from these services. Um, so if you, you know, a close partner of mine is Dr. Greg Kyre. He's practiced primary care for 35 years. He will tell you that the, if, there's one thing for most of those years that he wanted access to but didn't have is quick access to behavioral health consults and supportive, supportive behavioral health care services. And we're making that a reality today. Uh, so I'm really excited about that because of the impact it can have on our health, uh, health of our patients. Ron, it, it seems like this is a, a growing part of the IU health system and an important part of the IU health system. What if I, as, I, I have not seen health system has developed exactly as IU has developed this. So it's fascinating to listen to what you're doing. It's very exciting. What have I not asked you about that you'd like to talk about that you should mention about IU Health Solution that I've, that I've, not, that I've not asked you about? Well, you know, it's, 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 as you can imagine, Scott, we're working on really a broad array of services. And, and you know, and back to what I point to, in some of these new models of care, um, you know, we're, we're pioneers and others were fast followers. I think, though, what's uh, sets us apart is really the breadth of, of these new models of care. So, you know, we talked about integrated behavioral health. You know, our connected care clinics, we now have three of these uh, running with plans to grow more that serve uh, senior populations with multiple chronic conditions, provide wraparound services such as transportation, um, uh, counseling, social work. Um, you know, we just launched a WeCare program, uh, you know, 
in Indiana. Uh, last year, we had 600 uh, children not make it to the first birthday, which um, should never, ever happen. And so uh, we just recently launched, again, this program, We Care Evidence Base, in which we look for at-risk mothers, uh, pair them with community health workers and another group of support resources that wrap around them to support um, that, uh, that expecting mother during her pregnancy. Uh, and then also her and her newborn uh, child for the first uh, year to two after life too. So I mentioned those, Scott, I think it just gives you the feel of the breadth of the different things um, that we're working on. And sometimes these things come together in different ways really to, to form permutations um, that we didn't even expect at the time. Um, so it's, it's an exciting space, it's a dynamic space. Uh, our uh, CEO, Dennis Murphy, is repeatedly telling us, hey, go faster here, the need is high. Uh, and so that's what we're working to do. And, and what is, as you staff this up, this team, the leadership of it, the entire group, how are staffing challenges today? Is that one of the critical challenges in this? It, it absolutely is. You know, we, yeah, we have a great leadership team, but to, just to be able to do this, you know what? Now, what I will say is some of these new models up here, whether a hospital, home, integrated behavioral health, they, these models by their nature are more scalable. Right, because you're you're leveraging some technology in some of these models, but you still need to hire the staff. And so I would say that's kind of the long pole in the tent, um, and probably the ultimate determiner of our success is can we, you know, uh, do a good job of developing a talent pipeline, fill these important roles, uh, and, and reach the potential of these care models. Thank you, Ron. I want to thank you for joining us. What a fascinating business unit at IU. I mean, an increasingly important part of IU Health, and what a magnificent system. I appreciate you taking the time to join us today. What a pleasure. It's totally different than I had understood it to be, and so I'm thrilled to hear what you're doing. So thank you very much for taking the time to join us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you, Scott.